Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad, and not today. This hotel just doesn't have it set up right for, for us to do these Zoom calls, so... We will just have me today. may not be too long a podcast. I'll talk for as long as I can. Joel and I will deliver, however. We will give you that rarest of birds, a Friday night, Saturday morning podcast. So it'll wrap everything up and preview everything uh, going into this uh, this weekend, which will be a very interesting one for Mississippi State. I want to thank you guys for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors. Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream next weekend when you're in uh, Starkville for postseason baseball, and you will be in Starkville for postseason baseball. Uh, make sure you stop by Strange Brew Coffee House and grab yourself something to start your day on the right foot. It looks like the Bulldogs could have used a little Strange Brew Coffee this week. Had some trouble waking up, uh, it appears. You never have that trouble when you're in Starkville, though. Always stop by there on Highway 12 or the University Drive location to get yourself taken care of. I want to thank our sponsors over at College Corner. We're going to be doing a giveaway next week uh, for a College Corner $50 gift card. That's going to be really cool. And, of course, Father's Day, guys, is just a few weeks away. Make sure your, your loved ones know you want some new MSU merchandise. You want to pick it from the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. And, of course, you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Some of your favorite things about southern food turned into Mexican classics. A unique menu you're not going to find anywhere else. I know you'll enjoy it. Make sure you stop by on your next trip to Starville, which should be next weekend, and grab yourself something from Humble Taco. Yeah! A lot of hateful comments out there in the world today. I'll tell you that. I'll try to keep it hate-free here on Thunder and Lightning, but not a lot of positives to talk about. Mississippi State, uh, out of the SEC tournament in Hoover, run-ruled on back-to-back days, outscored 25-3 to by Florida and Tennessee, and now they'll head home to see uh, who is coming to the Starkville Regional and in some ways to see if the, the Starkville Super Regional uh, will in fact be a thing. I still believe that it will be. I believe that Mississippi State, when you look at their overall resume, too many fans get caught up. And, and honestly, sometimes media members are the same. Is you know, you look at one game and you and you look at the last couple of games. You're like, oh my gosh, they played so poorly. And they say things like, you don't deserve. The season is what gives you the the, the deserving part of it. Mississippi State has won 40 games this year. They've won 20 in conference play. They were the third seed in the SEC tournament. Uh, they have 13 top 25 RPI wins. They've done plenty enough. They deserve to be a national seed. The question is going to be, does someone deserve it more? There are a couple of teams out there, and I think a couple of them are still alive in the SEC tournament. Ole Miss is playing uh, right now as I'm recording. That could make it interesting for Mississippi State. Around the country, outside of Texas Tech, I don't know. 
I don't know if there's a team that I just look at and I say Mississippi State should be worried about them snatching that seed. I think Mississippi State will still be hosting regional and super regional baseball. But if they don't, they'll have no one but themselves to blame because of the performance they put up, not just in this game or in these last two games, but in the last week or so of the season. Uh, going back to the Missouri series, you know, if they a couple of wins there, and instead of a couple of losses, and you're the SEC champion. And, you know, it's a co-championship, sure, but there's no way the SEC champion isn't hosting both rounds of postseason play. It's just as simple as that. You know, nothing would have changed for Mississippi State. They still would have been the three seed. They still would have played Florida. They still would have played Tennessee. It might have still gone the same way. But that extra little bonus on your resume would would have really been nice to have uh, for Mississippi State. Am I worried about this team? Am I, am I thinking long-term that there's an issue here? No, I don't really think so. I think this was just – I honestly think that Chris Lamonis was very adamant about his, his, his team's attitude coming into this, that we're coming over here to win and try to hoist a trophy. But I don't know how much I'm going to buy into that, simply based off of the performances that we saw. Uh, this team did not look ready to play. They did not look engaged. They did not look like winning the tournament was their number one priority by any stretch of the imagination. So – I don't know how much I'm going to buy into that. Um, but that said, you know, Ray Tanner famously loathed this tournament and never tried to win it, always tried to go home as quickly as possible, and he won a couple of national titles. Obviously, you know, Chris Lamone is not there yet, but he does have that one College World Series appearance, and if he has another one this year, no one's going to care or remember anything that happened here in Hoover. It'll be the blip on the radar. It's how you finish the season. It's where you finish the season. You like to finish it in the state of Nebraska. Mississippi State can still do that. They're still a team that's going to be very tough to beat because McLeod and Bednar, who I know did not pitch well on Thursday. I thought that was very smart of Chris Lamonis, by the way, uh, to you know sort of realize at 5-1 that there may not be another game. Let me get Bednar into this game. Let me get Landon Sims an inning of work because we don't want them to go 12 to 14 days without pitching again. I thought that was smart of Lamonis. It, 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 you can interpret it as a move, sort of a white flag kind of move, and it's, it, I think that's certainly the case. But at the same time, you, you had to make sure those guys threw some pitches this week here at Hoover. You, you couldn't let them you know, sit the bench that, that long. Um, so, again, that's, that's a pretty good move uh, by Mississippi State and by Chris Lamonis there. All in all for Mississippi State, it's, a, it's an SEC tournament to forget, but look at the last year's – last time I say last year. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean 2019. But that, that SEC tournament was one to forget. They played a miserable 17-inning game against LSU that they won, and then they uh, got uh, back-to-back losses to Vanderbilt and to uh, LSU, where they were run-ruled uh, by the Tigers, and that's how their, their 2019 season, or not 2019 SEC tournament ended. So it's just not I'm, – I'm not going to stress overly about Mississippi State and their performance here. Now, could it cost them? Sure. Sure it could, you know. We're watching conference tournaments around the country. Teams could could there there are situations where I think Texas Tech is, is is a viable example. If they win the Big Twelve tournament, or if TCU were to win the Big Twelve tournament, even even better, that might might push Mississippi State out. Now TCU is a team that was a few weeks ago the two seed in a lot of uh, brackets. They they struggled at the end there, but if they get hot and win the Big Twelve tournament. Not only would that happen for them, but they would also claim a head-to-head win over Mississippi State. Texas and Texas Tech can't say the same. So that's something. Florida, if Florida were to get hot and win this SEC tournament, I've seen them as a you know, 13 seed or so. Could they move up five spots? Well, I mean, if they beat Arkansas, 
in the uh, in the championship game, and they get another win. Uh, let's see who are they playing tonight. Alabama. That's not that doesn't do a whole lot for you. I think they would need to win the tournament and get a win over Arkansas. But if you do that, well then that that's something to put on the resume. Again, that's looking at resumes. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of it in terms of what do one what does one team have that another team doesn't have. TCU has a win over Mississippi State. If Florida were to win the SEC tournament and beat Arkansas, they would have a win over Arkansas that Mississippi State doesn't have. Florida also won their series against Vanderbilt, which Mississippi State did not do. So it's just little things like that that I'm looking at and saying, okay, is it, is it possible that Mississippi State could lose out on a national seed? Um, but I think, like I said, I think it all goes back to, you know, State was the four seed in pre- projections going into the Missouri weekend. Simply winning that series, you could have lost the game, but winning that series, and we're not having any of these discussions. And there's a lot of games like that, uh, honestly, throughout the year. And, and that's going to be the story of most teams is you're going to be able to point to a game here and a game there and say, okay, if this had gone differently. What if State holds on to winning in South Carolina and gets a sweep there? What if they were able to hold on against Vanderbilt and, and win that series? Just simple, What if they were able to take one game from Arkansas? A game here, a game there, that, that's the story of the season for Mississippi State. All in all, I think the Bulldogs are fine. I want to I want to reiterate that, and I feel like I'm not saying it enough because there's a lot of panic out there on social media, a lot of hateful comments being said about this baseball team. We don't we don't need those hateful comments, guys. Let's let's keep those to a minimum if we can, please. Um, yeah, but this was not good baseball, and from anybody, nobody played well. The hitters didn't hit. The fielding wasn't great. The pitching was subpar. Uh, you know, just just not great. Um, and it's, it's so weird, you know, when you look at the way State played. I thought State played great at South Carolina. Uh, obviously, they lost the one game, but they lost the one game. I thought they played poorly, obviously, against Missouri. They bounced back and had a great series against Alabama, who looks like they're going to get in the NCAA tournament. Those are good wins for Mississippi State. I wonder, I mentioned State having 13 top 25 wins. I, gotta, I don't know where Alabama's RPI is, but I think it was in the, the mid-20s before State played them. I wonder if them continuing to win games could make, give, give State a few more top 25 wins. I'll have to go back and check. I don't know where they are. I could be speaking out of my my, uh, my ES, as, as if you will. Um, but State played great against Alabama in that series over there in Tuscaloosa. And they turn, you know, you think, okay, the, the, the Missouri series was just a blip on the radar moving forward, and then you come over here and play the way you do. So it's, it, there's been some ups and downs this year for Mississippi State, and and here at the towards the end of the roller coaster ride is where it's getting the bumpiest. But again, when we get to Memorial Day, when we get to Monday, and they 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 announce these brackets, if you see the number eight by Mississippi State, you're not worried about anything. You know that hey, full well this team is going to be hosting postseason baseball um, all the way through, and I think that's going to be the case. I, I honestly do think that's going to be the case uh, for Mississippi State. A couple of concerns, obviously, uh, for the Bulldogs were injury related. Uh, Luke Hancock had to leave the game. Um, against Tennessee, he was plunked. I think that was in the uh, the third inning is when that happened. Uh, so he had to come out of the game. They replaced him with Josh Hatcher. Um, and then Tanner Allen uh, took a ball off the foot, which is the second time that's happened this year. He happened happened against uh, Kumar Rocker uh, against Vanderbilt. And, of course, it happened you know, last year. He had a, a foot injury as well uh, for Mississippi State. So, you know, he was able to shake that off and, and come back in the game. I thought he had a couple of ground ball outs after that, and I thought he ran okay. I, you know, obviously I am not a person who can judge uh, 
judge a person's uh, health based off of you know what I'm seeing from a press box a few hundred yards away. But I thought he was able to run those balls out and, and didn't look like he had a whole lot of after effects. I didn't see anything from the postgame commentary regarding uh, Luke Hancock and it being available going forward. My guess is he just took a shot and it hurt, and he's like, I need to come out. And in a situation like that where you know, you're know you in games that you're – honestly, you don't feel like you're, you're playing well and you're probably not going to win, why risk it? You know, Let Josh Hatcher come in and get a couple of bad-bats. Certainly doesn't help hurt anybody. I have a few positives. My, my podcast partner, Joel Coleman, did point one about Scotty DeBrule continues to hit the ball pretty well. I thought State made some good contact on some balls in this game, but nothing was dropping for them. Pitching-wise, though, State was just a train wreck uh, all weekend long. Uh, or not even weekend, but all week long. Uh, Brandon Smith, not good. Christian McLeod, you know, was really sharp in the first inning. And then the second inning, anything he had near the zone turned into a rocket. Um, Bednar, not particularly impressive. Landon Sims giving up more runs in that one inning of baseball. And I guess not even an inning. In that two-thirds of an inning of baseball that he's given up all season long. That, that, that puts an idea in your head of, you know, not only uh, where State's mind was, but where every, you know, the team, the players, the coaches, I mean, it just wasn't going to go right for them today. Um, and I saw, I think, I think it was our friend Rob Hathaway on Twitter who made the comment. He's like, you know, Sims is just used to being brought in in high leverage situations. He's not being, he's not used to being brought in when it's, you know, eight to two. And, you know, you're just trying to go home. So he pitched with that sort of mentality. I think if that game had been three to two, you bring in Sims there, he pitches like his normal self and he shuts everybody down and you play the game and have a chance to win it. So let's turn the page on that. We'll turn the page on, on Mississippi State's uh, really sad uh, SEC tournament. Let's move on away from that. And I'm sure everybody will be happy to do that. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Who really did a great job of hooking us up this week here while we're in uh, while we're in Hoover? Uh, so much great food we've been enjoying thanks to them, and that's the kind of food I say it all the time. You know, you see the pictures that could be you. You could be the one uh, enjoying those those meals uh, with Welcome Home Beef. All you've got to do is give them a call. They're always happy to talk to you. Always happy to uh, place those special orders and give you the knowledge you need to uh, to make these great meals uh, for yourself and for your family. So call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. I guess I have to do it today. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two brothers smoked meats over there in the heart of the Cotton District. That place will be hopping this weekend. You know that's a fact because – maybe not this weekend, but next weekend when we have uh, postseason baseball back uh, at Duty Noble Field. If you're looking to tailgate and you don't want to do the cooking, let two brothers – uh, do that for you because they will be more than happy to hear from you and put together a catering menu for you. And, of course, if you just want to stop by and enjoy some of the best food in the city of Starkville, well, that's always a good choice. Call Two Brothers – I'm sorry, go by Two Brothers today in the heart of the Cotton District. They're at 621 University Drive and enjoy some smoked southern soul food. Advantage Business Systems wants to take care of you, and they've got the easy plan to do it. It's the double play, if you will. They've got a – System. They've got an inventory of systems, of, of products, copiers, printers, any technological needs your office has, they can cover that, and then they're going to back that up with great customer service. The customer service you know you can expect from a business that's been working for nearly 50 years. They're a Mississippi business first and foremost, just like you are. They do business here in the Magnolia State. Let them help you make your business more profitable. Call them today at 601 362 
888-900-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, let's look at these regional projections, uh, the most recent ones we have here. We'll start uh, with my man Teddy Cahill over at Baseball America. This is as of, let's see, the time. there's no time on this. This is the most recent one for him, though. Really? Okay, this is, I, thought they, I thought they had updated this. Okay, well, he still had, as of their last update, Mississippi State, the eighth seed there with Southern Mississippi, Virginia, and Southern from the SWAC uh, coming to Starkville, Mississippi, paired with the Greenville, North Carolina Regional, East Carolina, North Carolina State, Georgia, and Virginia Commonwealth. That would be a very good setup in terms of are you looking at who could take state seed? Because East Carolina has already been eliminated from their conference tournament. They were eliminated on the first day by the last place team, Memphis. So if you're talking about swapping things out, no. The next two seeds down are TCU and Stanford. Kendall Rogers, and we'll talk about their projections in just a moment, mentioned Stanford as a team that could jump ahead of Mississippi State if they were to win the Pac-12 tournament. So I guess in terms of things to watch and teams you want to play for, uh, you might want to say that Stanford, you might want to be pulling for Arizona to knock them out and keep them from winning the Pac-12 tournament. So again, from this is again from Baseball America, MSU welcoming Southern Miss, Virginia, and Southern University. Over and on the D1 baseball side, and this is a more recent projection. This was done as of today, and as you're listening, the 27th. Starkville still the eighth seed for Mississippi State with Old Dominion, Duke, which is one of the hotter teams in the country, and Southern University. Again, it appears the SWAC champion will be heading to Mississippi State uh, for postseason baseball no matter what. Um, Old Dominion has been a really good team in Conference USA this year. That said, if i got to pick between Old Dominion and, and USM, I'd rather see Old Dominion in Starkville. And then Duke, like I mentioned, they've been playing really good baseball as of late. They have Stanford as the nine regional. So, again, going back to what we just said, could you know a, a Pac-12 tournament title for Stanford could put the uh, Cardinal – Ahead, which would be a, an interesting uh, juxtaposition considering these two uh, regionals were paired together in 2019 and it was Stanford who had to come to Mississippi State and lose to, in that Super Regional. Could the Bulldogs be making the trip out to the West Coast? The Stanford Regional is Stanford with UC Irvine, Nevada, and Stony Brook. So, again, the Starkville Regional from D1 Baseball is Mississippi State, the 8th seed, Old Dominion, Duke, and Southern University. So, and that, like I said, the D1 baseball uh, projection is as of today, as of you know Mississippi State playing poorly in these two games. Uh, that is as up-to-date as we can make it happen for you. So, again, I think Mississippi State is – I think they're, they're, they're fine. I know there's a lot of, 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 you know, of worry that that's not the case, but I do think that Mississippi State is going to be fine and, and going to be a top-eight seed overall. If they aren't, like I said, they got no one to blame but themselves, but it feels like right now it's trending that way. We'll have to continue to monitor things uh, around the country, but unless unless Stan- I think Stanford and TCU are the teams you need to keep the biggest eye on. If they were to win their conference tournaments, they would have options uh, to, to to they would be the I'm sorry, I guess I should say they would be the top options uh, to possibly take away that national seed. From the Bulldogs, looking ahead here, uh, there you go. Today, or as so as we're recording, this game will be playing uh, a little later. But TCU takes on Texas Tech. 
if TCU were to win that game, that would be a very good RPI game uh, for them. So, you know, if you're a Mississippi State fan, obviously this game will have happened, but you'll be hopeful that Texas Tech got the win. Looking over at Stanford, let me have a look at their uh, what their schedule is for Stanford baseball. They are playing uh, – oh, oh, do they not have a tournament? Oh, they don't have a, ba- a tournament. Okay. So Stanford has a three-game series tonight, starting tonight, with uh, Oregon State. So it would be probably behoove uh, Mississippi State fans to pull for the Beavers to win a game from Stanford uh, in that series. I, I, I forgot there is no Pac-12 tournament, which is – Pac-12 does not enjoy making money. That is my overall. That's my overall takeaway uh, from those kind of things. All right. So no, we will do a. Uh, I will do another podcast by myself for Friday, and then on Friday evening we will post a podcast with Joel and I uh, that will be a little different, as we mentioned, uh, kind of podcast. But we will talk a little MSU uh, baseball in there. Uh, and I know you're probably wondering, like, what do you what do you mean? You'll find out uh, when the time is right. Guys, have a great uh, Thursday, and I will be back with you on uh, Friday for one more pod here from Hoover, and then Joel and I back together, like I said, for the rarest of birds, the Sunday or the Saturday uh, Thunder and Lightning. Have a great uh, Thursday, guys. For Joel T. Coleman, who, of course, is not here, I'll give you a woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.